you know, when we pitched it to other studios to stream it, we told them, think Game of Thrones, mm. but without nudity. And they were like, oh, we love it. <laughs> so we live in a world where people would rather see characters who have the same skin color as them rather than the same values as them. You know, one of my all-time favorite TV shows is Marvel's Daredevil. And the reason why I'm so attached to this character is not because he shares my skin color, but rather because he shares my faith, my values, for the most part, I hope. Now, wouldn't it be amazing if we could see more Catholic stories being told that go beyond exorcist movies? Today I'm joined by Austin Kelly, CEO at Christian Channel, to talk about their latest Catholic TV show production, Knights of the Cross. My lord. Yes. Saladin's forces are beginning to advance as well as a garrison of men at Acre. We will be overwhelmed. Right, so that was a super short clip from the series Knights of the Cross. Austin, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Gabriel. I appreciate being on. So um, just real quick, give us a quick introduction about yourself and, of course, about Christian Channel. Sure. Uh, I'm Austin Kelly. I'm the CEO of the Christian Channel. We are an online streaming service on Roku TV. Uh, we're all over the globe. Uh, we have a very special project coming out in November called Knights of the Cross. It is a 100% crowdfunded TV series about King Richard the Lionheart and the story of the Crusades. So this project was definitely a, a passion project that we collaborated with uh, J. Stephen Roberts at The Real Crusades History. And uh, we had worked together to for the past two years to create a historically accurate Catholic Crusader TV show that uh, gives insight into what happened during the Crusades. And uh, the reason why we started the Christian Channel and the reason why we're doing a project about the Crusades uh, happened about two years ago um, in Los Angeles, California, where, you know, we this is when we had experienced some attacks on the church. Uh, you know, folks were tearing down statues of Indian Burrow Sarah and uh, they were, you know, saying false, you know, accusations about Christopher Columbus. And, you know, at the time I was coming back personally to my faith. And I said in my past experiences, I, I was in Los Angeles working with celebrities and working on their social media accounts. And I said, how God, how can I use my talents to serve you? Nice. First of all, I really like that it's on Roku TV. I didn't know that. Can you tell us a bit more about how Christian Channel functions? How, I mean, distribution, I don't know the technical terms, but how, how, does, how do you distribute your content? How are people watching your stuff? Yeah, so uh, Christian Channel, we have a website. You could go to christianchannel.com. It's a streaming service very similar to Netflix. And you subscribe for $5.99 a month, and you get uh, unlimited access to hundreds of Catholic movies. So in 2023, we'll be onboarding more Catholic movies and more stories about the saints. And we really just wanted to uh, create a streaming platform to allow uh, you know, our Catholic community to 
go to a streaming service that was trustworthy. And that's, that's what we originally aimed to do. But we also, in the streaming world, we wanted to uh, produce original content that was going to allow um, to grow the Catholic faith online in the streaming services. So, um, yeah, there's a lot I want to get into regarding, you know, Knights of the Cross and the entire production. Is it a, would you call it a production house? Do you make your stuff in house? I guess that's one of my first questions. Uh, is your content on Christian Channel, is it all made in house or is it, you know, different projects, different production studios or different Catholics making their own projects? How is it, how is it structured? How, how does this project work? Yeah, so we work with a production company over here in Salt Lake City. So we work with other uh, distributors and other um, production companies in, in, in Salt Lake. And what we do is we, we just like if we were building a house, we would, uh, you know, we design the house. This is the story we want to tell in the house. And we reach out to most movie studios function like this. So if a Warner Brothers reached out to, uh, you know, um, a legend, I'm just thinking of a, a Brad Pitt's production company. Brad Pitt would um, would then invoice Warner Brothers. You know, this movie's going to cost uh, nine hundred, you know, ninety million dollars, and Warner Brothers expects that deliverable to be met. It's the same thing as construction. Um, so what we do is we with with Knights of the Cross. This is a hundred percent a crowdfunded show. So mm. we actually had raised uh, thirty five thousand dollars on the first round with uh, the Real Crusades history about two years ago. And um, that gave us enough money to kind of put a teaser together. And then we had received private funding to go ahead and actually make a, a pilot of the show. And the pilot of the show is really to give the world a taste of what we're capable of producing as a Catholic content creator. So we worked with uh, a talented team of people that uh, in Salt Lake City, with a big giant warehouse, like it looks like a Marvel studio set. Um, if you go on our Instagram page, it's green screen, there's wardrobe. It's really exciting. And the cool thing about crowdfunding this project is if you're a man and you want to be a part of this new crusade of being a part of the show, you could actually donate a, a pledge a thousand dollars. And we, you fly into Salt Lake city, we put you in gear and you're in the TV show. So I think um, that's what's really exciting about this project because the folks that helped us raise the first round um, actually came to Salt Lake City dressed up in Crusader gear and they're actually in episode one. So, you know, shows like this in, in Hollywood or in, in media in general don't typically get made. And it's simply because like Hollywood, they have their own they're trying to make money somewhere else they're trying to make superhero movies like you had mentioned daredevil projects like that make hundreds of millions of dollars so they're going to stick to that model for a long time and i think um even actors like matt damon they say you know the good old days in the 90s they used to make money on dvd sales well no one uses dvd sales anymore so we have to for as content creators in the catholic christian space we actually have to do crowdfunding um, shows like The Chosen that are very popular was a crowdfunded show. So in order for us to continue uh, evangelizing in this new medium, we have to we have to crowdfund these shows. Trust me, if if I won the lottery and had a six million dollar check, I'd be writing checks all day and building you know a new Walt Disney 
of Christian content. But, you know, um, the great thing about our new uh, Hollywood 2.0, uh, Gabriel, is we have an audience. Like, you have a wonderful audience listening today, and they get to participate in this new Catholic cinema that we're creating. That's really cool. So I guess the elephant in the room right now is, is it gonna just be another like pure flicks? Like, because you know how pure flicks always get so much flack of, oh, cringy Christian content. Oh, gosh. So I guess from your point of view, how, how is Christian channel and these productions, how is it avoiding ending up like these you know, cheesy Christian movies that get so much flack and just does more harm than good. Okay. So I used to think that when I first started the Christian channel, remember we're a streaming service. So we, yeah. we reach out to distributors and license movies all the time. And what, what we found out in our analytics is I agree with you. I think some content, not picking on pure flicks. I like pure flicks is that, um, people like watching those movies. That's the reality. And we actually have great Catholic movies on the Christian channel. We have a whole Bible series on the Christian channel. I'm a big fan of narrative. I don't know if you notice, if you watch Knights of the Cross, it is not a documentary. And I, and I, I believe that that's not the best way to evangelize to people. I think, you know, uh, podcasters and Catholic podcasters and uh, traditional Latin mass podcasters, they really do a good job of what they're doing and a very affordable budget. But I really believe that narratives and storytelling in a movie studio and telling uh, the story of King Richard Lionheart, you had, I don't know if you happen to have, happen to have watched the show, Gabriel, but there's a lot of beautiful scenes in the show and there's a lot of spirituality. You know, there's one thing talking about purgatory, going to mass, and there's another thing seeing it. And that's what we produced on the show is we recreated the purgatory scene. And I don't know if your audience wants to see it. We just launched a featurette uh, yesterday. I actually have it loaded up. Shall we play it? Oh, yeah. Just play it. And uh, uh, we'll let the audience decide what they think of of purgatory. (laughs) What is this place? A land between worlds riddled with suffering and regret. Hell. Purgatory. The prison of soul. In my dead. Not yet. Why have I been brought here? Listen well, my boy. Nothing matters but the work of the Lord. You are his king. His people are suffering and you must deliver them. I am trying. In life. Yeah, that was purgatory according to Knights of Yeah, there's there's so many more beautiful scenes, uh, Gabriel. That were that's in episode one. There's a lot of symbolism, and what I love about the writing of this show is we have uh, J. Stephen Roberts from the Real Crusades History YouTube channel, uh, the most probably the most credible uh, historian on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, with like you know 237,000 subscribers. So we work with him as a consultant on the show, and. We also work with really talented film directors, um, Aaron, who came from Angel Studios, who came from The Chosen, not The Chosen mm-hmm. Project, but from the same studio, is a director on our show. So we really, we, we use the same folks behind the scenes as, uh, as the big Christian studios mm-hmm. here in Utah. So we really believe in the show. Um, we want Catholics to get excited about the show. 
And I think this is the one opportunity where you could actually think of it as a retreat for a thousand dollars. You get to join us on a movie set surrounded with talented actors and talented uh, individuals and your own uh, Catholic and Christian friends going on crusade uh, is pretty fun. And um, the show, the show is the way we pitched it to other studios because the, probably another elephant in the room, where is it going to be streamed? Uh, we, right. we reached out to other movie studios and I don't want to say which streaming networks, but the big streaming networks, I'm going to say big, they like it. And the cool thing about crowdfunding your own project is when you license your content to, let's say a Netflix, Netflix is not going to touch it. Okay. So they're not going to edit the purgatory scene. Mm. They're not going to edit the, the Eucharist scene. And that's, this is how we could evangelize in this new medium is we crowdfund the show ourselves. We produce Catholic content ourselves. We license it to Netflix and Netflix, you know, the, what was the number one movie a couple of weeks ago on Netflix? That was a big surprise to me. Father Stu. It was Stu. Father Stu. Exactly. Exactly. So imagine how, how important it is to make projects like this. So then the secular world could say, hey, what's this Catholic thing all, all about? What's up with this priest? Why, you know, mm -hmm. why is Mel Gibson saying the F word 50 times? No, <laughs> no that's, that's funny. But that, no, that um, does bring up another point, which is the, the content itself, whether uh, the, the, the show, the production is actually good or not. Now, what does it take to actually make a really good Catholic production, you know? What would you say is, like, what does it take? Let's say I have a Catholic story that I want to tell. What does it take to get that to a level where you could potentially put it on Netflix for the masses? Do you, do you I know, that's short a, answer or the long I answer? I know, that's a loaded question, <laughs> but okay, uh, maybe short answer. The short answer is, um, let's say Gabriel wanted to come to the Christian channel and say, hey, we ha I have this great idea for a movie, which we do all the time. I have uh, guys reach out to us, actors reach out to us um, on a weekly basis, pitching ideas. It's not like we don't want to take them. We want to listen to those ideas. So um, Gabriel has an idea. He has a movie script. And what you do is you kind of, you kind of have a budget of how much are we are we producing the show for? Because Crusader TV shows, they're expensive. Um, mm. You have swords. You have props wardrobe. And, yeah. Yep. And Make it historically accurate, right? Exactly. Exactly. So though that's a cost expense. You have to understand that it's going to be in the budget. <clears throat> and that's why projects like this um, cost $300,000 to make. You know, when we first started... We bought plastic swords and gear mm. on Amazon, and it looked so cheap. So you, <laughs> we had to throw them away. They're they're in the trash somewhere. So, to, to answer your question, it's like any movie production. Um, personally, I I had the opportunity to make a movie uh, for less than ten thousand dollars. It was a documentary called Generation Debt uh, last year, and you know that movie is like the number one thought provoking documentary on film is now. It's getting a lot of attention. So it just depends on the project of what you want to create. Like my big passion is after Knights of the Cross and spoiler alert, we're in talks of getting an a very famous actor to be on the show to play St. Simon Stock. 
because and that's and that's what I want to continue to do with the Christian channel is bring our Catholic spirituality, our Catholic faith on camera. Because when we're talking about creating projects, we really believe Knights of the Cross has a, a Star Wars feel to it. Mm. The Star Wars, the, the the hero's journey is truly written in the in the Knights of the Cross TV show. So I think if you're producing a documentary and you want to get it on Netflix, it it is fairly affordable. It doesn't have to break the bank, like probably less than thirty thousand dollars, and it will be streamed on Netflix. But if you're making a narrative like Knights of the Cross, it's going to be a little pricier than that because you're talking about VFX, you're talking about onboarding incredible actors, incredible directors. So I don't know if that answered your question. It just really, it's like building a house. Do you want to build a tiny house or do you want to build the mansion? So it just depends on the budget. No, I think that answers that. So it pretty much is a cost question, isn't it? Yeah, I think even when they filmed Goodwill Hunting, um, you know, I think it was produced for less than a million dollars with Bra- uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, mm-hmm. and it's it was a pretty affordable movie because most of it was dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. the majority of the movie the, they had Robin Williams who they paid, and they had Ben Affleck and and Matt Damon usually just talking back and forth. Usually, movies that are um, like a pure flicks type of movie, they're pretty cheap because it's just dialogue. Whereas right. Knights. Yeah, nights we have to hire um, stunt actors. It's like a Marvel movie. It's right. like they're they're like fighting in the desert, and it's uh, it's expensive. Heck yeah! So this is what I'm wondering. So of course we have, of course we want lots of historical crusade night history kind of shows. But what is your vision for more everyday sort of Catholic themed content? So let's say all these trashy Netflix shows like Riverdale. I'm sure you've heard of these, like Riverdale, Gossip Girl. What if right. there were like Catholic versions of those? You know, what is your vision for that besides these really high-budget, historically accurate productions? What about everyday sort of content that people can just almost like guilty pleasure but remove the guilt out of it? Have you been talking to one of my producers? <laughs> we, we, we talk about this all the time. Um, there, we, we want to produce shows. We have access to produce a show in Park City, Utah, um, and create a comedy type of show like Friends and make a Catholic what? version of it. That's been a, it's been a real talk, and it's been actually progressively moving forward um, with comedians, actual Catholic comedians being on the show so it's definitely i believe a hunger and i think what why i think projects like knights of the cross and christian channel get attention is because there's actually a hunger for clean content that's Mm -hmm. good i mean if you don't believe me look at father stew the instant success of that of that project i i totally agree with you and you know i would definitely you know off air would like to get your opinion on on what do you think of a good Catholic uh, funny TV show would look like. Oh yeah, definitely. We I'll definitely give you lots of feedback after our podcast. But yeah, um, speaking of Father Stu, you said the demand for clean content. Maybe this is something else I want to get your opinion on because when Father Stu came out, there were a lot of people with a lot of opinions on the movie because. As you said, it was Mel Gibson saying the F word 50 times and stuff. <laughs> As 
you know, um, your CEO and executive producer at Christian Channel. What do you think of the grittiness of Catholic content? Where's the line that we draw, you know? Because I think at a certain point, people want real, real stuff, you know? What I loved about Father Stu is it wasn't like a censored version, happy, clappy, yay portrayal. It was so real. And that's why that movie moved me so much. I, wa- I watched it on an airplane and I was crying on the airplane, mm. pausing the movie, yeah. trying to like make sure no one was looking. And yeah, so what is your opinion on... You know, Father Stew's an interesting story because I used to live in Los Angeles mm. and I used to attend uh, Beverly Hills Catholic Mass uh, at the Good Shepherd in Beverly Hills. And uh, the priest that that uh, that I know, uh, Father Ed, is this is the same gentleman who met with Mark Wahlberg to to make that movie. Because Father Ed, this the true story is. Um, mm-hmm. Father Ed uh, had dinner with Mark and uh, talked to him about this guy in Montana uh, named Father Stu. And you could watch the documentaries about Father Stu. Um, so I think Mark Wahlberg really, uh, you know, really performed his best abilities on that project. And I th- really think, and I, I know your audience probably doesn't want to hear this, I really think the Holy Spirit had a lot to do with that project, um, spiritually. Um, no, I just think that project, uh, regardless of the, the, you know, the language, I think it was a project needed in the world because, you know, like Knights of the Cross, what we're producing, when you watch the show, it's really an obstacle of faith. You know, our faith goes up and down and we're mm. always battling when, when we're seeking our, our lowest points and then we're seeking our, you know, life's good when you have, you know, thousands of dollars in your, you know, your bank account. But when you're, you know, life's pretty, it feels pretty terrible when you have, you know, negative something. So I think it's a, it's a battle of faith um, with Father Stu. I, I, I love the, the Father Stu story. I think, um, you know, having a home, uh, I know it's with Sony Pictures now, but having a home at Sony and Sony owns Pure Flix, I think, uh, I think it's a great home. And I just think more Catholic content should be made. Um, but like I said earlier, the only way it could get made is through crowdfunding. Um, if you want to continue to make great Catholic content. Do you have any criticisms of productions like that using a lot of cuss words, etc.? I just, I, I think it depends on the story. Personally, I, right. I want to focus on more, um, like I said, it just depends on the production and the, and the script writing. But I, I personally, we want to produce more authentic Catholic content. And I think giving mm-hmm. insight of what we're doing at the Christian channel, there is no foul language. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is no sexuality. I mean, there there's a romanticism in the show, uh, Knights of the Cross, but there's no, um, you know, when we pitched it to other studios to stream it, we told them, think Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. but without nudity. And they were like, oh, we love it. <laughs> so I... Those are the those are the pitches the the quick elevator pitches of when we when we want to stream a project on on a big platform. But like I said before, uh, our tastes and our what we produce here on the Christian Channel. You have to remember, we're a very very small studio, and when mm-hmm. I say small, we don't have millions of dollars in the in the bank account. We we rely on the charity of um, of the audience, mm-hmm. you know, and the audience decides. Hey, I really believe in this project. I'm going to donate a hundred dollars. And then we have about a thousand of those people or 2000 
we produced the show, you know, they get their name on the ending credits and they were a part of making that, that project. Yeah. So I guess one of my last questions would be, do you feel that Catholics don't support Catholic businesses and ventures and productions enough? Uh, As yes. someone, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, Tell me I, more. I, like I, I, this I really, is your chance to rant it all out. Like, what, what is oh, with this? You know, um, I think it's probably convenience. You know, with with the whole Amazon culture, it's very mm. convenient to order something online. But you know, I think you should support all Catholic content. If you're watching this podcast, press subscribe, press the like button. We need to really rally each other up, especially in these times. And, um, you know, you're, you're supporting us by viewing this, you're supporting us by uh, clicking subscribe. So I just think I, I want more Catholic artists out there. I think, you know, I was on another podcast and um, another famous, you know, YouTube podcast. And I, I, I said the same thing. I think we need uh, more of us out there, um, more of a voice. And I think our Catholics, there's a lot of Catholics out there like myself who say they were Catholic their whole life, but never, never prayed the rosary. And mm. there are things in our life that can make us better Catholics. And I think my vision is um, for more Catholics to, to understand their, one, understand their faith, and two, start reading stories about the saints and about the Bible. And, you know, I, the reason why I personally launched the Christian channel is because I was one of those Catholics. Mm. I was a Catholic who came home from a long days of work. I was working for a celebrity. I will not name her name, but it was Kim Kardashian level celebrity. And I, I, I pretty much came home exhausted. And I said, mm. why isn't there a Christian channel? Why can't I go on my, my TV and stream? You know, what, what is this garbage on TV? Like, I don't want to pick on any content, but what mm. is, what, why am I viewing this content that has F words and nudity and, witches and vampires. I don't want that. And at the time there was a show called, what was it? Uh, Satan or the devil Lucifer. I think it was called Lucifer. Lucifer. I'm like, I okay. Did a whole review so, once. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I was so upset. This was back in 2020. I was like, I'm, I'm like, come on, come on guys. So people will not, you have to do it yourself. Unfortunately, if you want more Catholic content, Gabriel in a year or two, might come to us and say, hey, I have this great Catholic movie idea. We might make it just because we need more people like Gabriel. We need more artists out there, more YouTubers out there fighting for the faith. And I think, you know, making content on YouTube is a, is a good start. And I only I only think it's only going to get better. I think there's going to be more Catholic crowd funds out there about the Blessed Sacraments and about nights, nights and crusades and the saints. I'm more focused on the saints. My favorite mm. saint is... Um, I love Augustine, but my favorite saint is St. Francis of Assisi. There's no, that guy is uh, phenomenal. And I'm surprised there isn't more Catholic movies about him, you know? So that, if I had to make a saint movie, you, spoiler alert, I'd probably make St. Francis next. <laughs> well, look forward to that. Well, um, as a final wrap up question and a bit of a fun one. So what are your favorite Catholic movies, productions out there right now, currently? In production or or completed already? Mm, either. I mean, do you have any secret links to that that you know that that there are future productions coming up or what? I like uh, I like Cameron O'Hearn's The Mass of the Ages. 
I like that documentary. I'm looking forward to episode three. Mm. That that's one I like a lot, and that's a crowdfunded Catholic mm-hmm. project. And I and I think he has a huge future in making uh, great content, um, Catholic content. Uh, like I I love our show that we're that we're promoting Knights of the Cross. I think uh, I think episode episode one's coming out this uh, November. Mm-hmm. So uh, go go and watch that. It's for free on the ChristianChannel.com. And uh, past productions, Catholic productions. You know the best one, Gabriel? Uh, the Songs of Bernadette. That's probably my favorite one. It's, a, it's like a black and white picture. Uh, what is that roughly about? Because I haven't heard about it. Oh, the it's about Our Lady of Lords. Oh, okay. And also there was that recent movie, Fatima, right? For what? Um, Fatima. Oh, Fat- oh yeah, <laughs> Fatima. Fatima. Yeah, you know, um, I don't know the people on that production set, but, it, you know, I, I think it was a great movie. Um, but, you know, just like my lighting's terrible. The lighting could have been a little bit better in that movie. <laughs> but other than that, I think it was a great movie. I think there's... There's, uh, that was a great project and I watched it a few years ago and, um, I think the divine mercy channel, they have the purgatory movie that just came out, uh, Knights of Columbus came out with, uh, mother Teresa recently this past few weeks. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of great Catholic productions, but like I said before, I'm a big fan of narratives, Mm. you know, the more narratives, the better. And I'm not saying, cause I filmed the documentary, I'm not discrediting documentaries. They're just really, um, in my opinion cheap <laughs> in my opinion but I, but I, I i think narratives have a are a way to touch the hearts of people to come back to the faith but that's mm-hmm. what i believe in and that's why we we invest in narratives and um i think there needs to be more great catholic narratives out there like um like what you were uh, talking about more catholic comedy shows i think comedy is huge and we need to we need to have a voice because there's just so many Instagram Instagram is popular right now with uh, Catholicism with their memes and yeah, you memes. you're on Instagram what's that Catholic memes yeah yeah I mean just imagine putting those memes into a into a TV show how funny that would be <laughs> yeah I definitely look forward to that okay one last question if you had to choose between the cinematography versus Okay, I guess let me rephrase that. How important is stuff like the... You were criticizing the lighting in Fatima, right? How important do you think is the is the cinematography and the production and all of that? And is that more important or that, is the story more important? Oh, man. Um, like what is the balance very, here? What is the balance here? Yeah, the, they're both very important because... With bad lighting, like my bad lighting right now, it gets the audience not engaged in the movie. You know what I mean? Mm. So um, this goes back to original. What your your first question was production and what? the production question. We work with a very talented production team in Salt Lake City. You know these guys are the real deal. They have um, it on on the movie set. It was like clockwork. It, it was it was functioning like a machine. If you go on our Instagram page, these guys are 24-7. They get there at 7 a.m. They don't leave till midnight. Um, everybody, the director, the, 
the DP, the director of photography, the, the AD, the assistant director, the gaffers. I mean, it's a staff. It's an army. It's really like a staff of uh, 17 people. Just that's not including the actors making sure each scene is lined up. So I think the script is really important in production. The best productions I've ever been on where we would sit in a meeting, very similar to what you and I are doing. We would talk about a movie. We would talk about the project and then we would have pivotal scenes. Knights of the Cross has three pivotal scenes. There's a lot of symbolism in the show and hope this answers your question. One, Genesis, Genesis, you know, uh, we, we, we're all going to die. We, from dust we came, from dust we shall perish. The intro of the show is a symbolism of Genesis. The, the other thing was purgatory. We wanted purgatory in the show. And we actually had to, we got a Latin mass priest to, a, to participate in the show because when we pitched the show to the production company, we, you know, they're, we're in Salt Lake City. Predominant religion is Mormonism. Mm-hmm. So when we explained to them, uh, some of the guys on the set, some Mormons, we said, hey, this is the Eucharist. This is the Blessed Sacrament. And we had to explain it to them. And their mind was blown. They were just like, what? That's God? I'm like, yes, it's God. And they they were, I mean, I wouldn't say there's a conversion. I can't speak for them, but there was definitely an awe moment. And I think mm. the more we reinforce the Blessed Sacraments in the show, and the and in general the media i think it's really important um so that was a, uh, purgatory was one we have a, the a eucharist scene in the movie with the latin mass and the it's i think our vfx will speak for itself but the vfx after it's a the eucharist is a symbolism for life it gives us life because in the show in episode one that's free that you could stream in november on christianchannel.com the very ending scene is Richard receiving the blessed sacraments. And then as he receives the blessed sacraments, he levitates out of a dream and he pops up in reality. I don't want to spoil the show, but there's, those are three sim, sim, symbolic, uh, Catholic symbolic uh, actions that happen in the show. So to answer your question, all of it really matters. I think probably what matters the most is hiring the right team to that understands the production very well, that understands the stories very well. And I, you know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of production companies out there that exclusively work with Catholic people and they have to be Mm -hmm. Catholic as a Christian. I work with everybody. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I work with people that share the same visuals, share the same passion, for the project. And I think that's why everybody got along on set. There wasn't a, we had a Muslim guy on set. We had Mormon guys on set. We had Catholics on set. We had Protestants on set and we work with everybody, but the executives, myself included, are Catholic. So in a Catholic production, if your executive producer is not Catholic, you're going to have a tough time on the show because he's going to fight because he's the money. He's going to fight to put his Protestant faith in the show. You understand? <laughs> so whoever is the executive producer has the biggest say. Yeah, um, I guess that makes sense with product- productions like The the Chosen, even though Jesus himself is Catholic, the producers are Protestant. And so that kind of flows into the how the show is made as well. So I totally get what you mean, yeah. 
Well, I think we need more guys like you, Gabriel. I think um, eventually we're, we have to step up as content creators, as YouTubers. You have to remember two years ago, uh, our, our uh, writer, historian, uh, Jay Steven Roberts, had a very successful YouTube channel. And I called Jay and I said, hey, um, I want to produce this Crusader show. I am not a historian. I am not an influencer, but I know marketing. I work with celebrities. I could probably raise those funds. And he believed in me. Mm. Um, so you need to work with folks that believe in you and share your same vision to create a story. So I think, I hope all YouTubers, whether it's Taylor Marshall, uh, Matt Frad, we all need to, I mean, I can't tell them what to do, but independently, we all need to step up and say, hey, we got to get in the movies. You know who I like? Ben Shapiro. I like Ben Shapiro. I like, I, I stream Jordan Peterson's movies on the Christian channel. I think the Daily Wire Plus, how they went from YouTubers what doing to with streamers. The, yeah, the studios, right? Um, their new production studio with their, uh, yeah, that's really nice, cool stuff that they're doing. And that's what I mean by, how do we, uh, do you think Christian channel is going to be the Daily Wire Plus for Catholicism? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. But I, I think that the, the reality of it is we we should support each other. Um, mm. uh, we should support each other, like mm. getting on the podcast, having a network, because I think um, you don't want me. I, I, w I would prefer to to work with you as a as a as a distributor. But I think, I don't know, it just depends on the contracts. You know, that's when, when you work in movies, there, there is a legal contract to get those projects done and making sure you're happy with your paycheck. I'm happy with my paycheck and everyone's happy. And a lot of times people, um, oh, that's, that's not said in Hollywood. You know, that, why do you think, you know, I'm not picking on celebrities, but sometimes, you know, contracts don't work out sometimes. So it just mm -hmm. depends. I, I want to be the Daily Wire Plus, but we need to have a relationship um, to build kind of like, I listen, if I had a dream, like if I was um, the Avengers, uh, who's who's the guy with the with the patch in the Nick Avengers? Fury. Nick Fury. Imagine me, Nick, going to every single, you know, Catholic celebrity and being the Nick Fury. Hey, Matt Fratt. Hey, Taylor Marshall. I'm I'm Austin Kelly, the Christian channel. I'm the new Nick Fury. Come to my platform. Let's raise and crowdfund your movies. You know, I think Matt Frad, and I hope he listens. I really do. He should make the porn myth movie. That's that's a really easy movie to make. We have a problem mm. in this country with pornography. There's a movie right there. So that's Nights, and that's another movie I, I haven't talked about yet. But it's it's a pro life movie. Mm. And I can't say who's going to be on it, but that's a documentary we're working on next year. Um, but yeah, it's. We want, we're pro-life, we're Catholic, and I think judges, judge our studio by what we produce. You know, when you watch Knights of the Cross, you get a good idea, oh, they're really good at what they do. You know, I, I don't want to make cheap movies. I want to make high-end movies. All right. No, that's, fully fully agree with that, man. We don't want cheap Catholic movies at dismal harm, dismal harm than good. Right, so yeah. where can people find... Um, just, I know you've mentioned several times, but just to wrap it up, where can people find Knights of the Cross and how can they support it? Great. So 
Knights of the Cross is going to be streamed for free. Episode one is going to be for free on YouTube. So you can go to the mm-hmm. Real Crusades History YouTube channel to watch Knights of the Cross episode one for free. Or if you want to watch it on your smart TV, you could go to knightsofthecross.com. And you could also, uh, I'm sorry, I apologize. Go to christianchannel.com or a Christian channel on your Roku and, and stream Knights of the Cross. It will be streamed for free. Or if you want to support us and do a crowdfund to participate in the show for $35, you could digitally access the show forever. And then for $149, you get a one-year pass to the Christian channel, the streaming service. And you also get your name on the ending credits as a contributing producer on the show. Now, the coolest perk is for $1,000, you get to come to Salt Lake City. We, we're not flying you out there, but you get to come to the movie studio set and you get to participate in the show. You could dress up as a crusader. You could dress up as a Saracen. You could dress up as an extra and you get to hang out with us on the movie set in a, in a really beautiful movie set to, and hang out with the actors. I do want to shout out to our actors. One of our actors, our lead actor, uh, Jonathan, uh, who plays Richard the Lionheart, uh, he just did a movie with Robert De Niro. So these are these are up and comer up and coming actors that have you know are starting to get up there in, in the celebrity world. So we really want you to participate in the show. Um, you know, I was on a podcast yesterday promoting it. One of our, our guests said, "Oh, you just need two hundred people, two hundred ninety people left, and you're fully funded." I'm like, "Yeah, just about." But think if you're a man out there, if you're a Catholic man. Think of this as a retreat. You get to hang out with other Catholic guys. You get to drink, if you're 21 and up, you get to drink <laughs> scotch. You get to play with real swords. But you, if you've you get me hurt, sold on, you get to drink scotch and crusade armor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun set. It's not um, It's not as uh, excruciating as working in a big movie studio. It's pretty laid back. When we filmed the teaser, it was... Um, it was brutal. We were out in the middle of the desert near Mexico. Uh, so this this is a much easier uh, Marvel Studios type of production. It's super. Mm-hmm. Lunch is really good. I have to say, the, the, the we have the best dishes. lunches. Oh, we spend a thousand dollars just to hang out and have the craft services. Really, it's fun. Well, that is the perfect sales pitch for crowdfunding the show, man. Well, um, thank you so much, Austin, for coming on and enlightening enlightening me on this project. I think there's this um other Instagram page. I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Catholicism. Um, it's a meme page, and they always talk about how important it is to have Catholic productions out there, Catholic entertainment, Catholic fiction, Catholic books. And I'm always saying, yeah, like we need to make this happen. And up up till the point where you contacted me on Instagram. I didn't know of the existence of Christian Channel or these productions, and that's a problem. So I'm more than happy to be letting more people know about it today. And so for all of you watching out there, go check it out. Even if you're not going to watch it, just subscribe and help them out because we need these platforms need a lot more exposure. And it's so important for Catholic stories to be to be told so yeah thank you austin thank you for your time thank you gabriel and thank you everyone for watching and we really hope to see you this november when you watch knights of the cross episode one for free on youtube perfect